Pasek of barnburner.ca. Our twice daily podcast is entitled Fired Up now on iHeartRadio, also on 65 platforms. Welcome the Hall of Famer John Nelson of OSG Sports in Atlanta. We're going to first begin with, I thought, a shocker. Your team, Syracuse, almost shocked the world by losing yeah. out to Clemson, the third seeded Clemson, 27-23. But I can't believe how close it was. Well, let's take this a couple different ways. Dino Babers has improved Syracuse without question. And when Clemson's starting quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, took a blow to the head, that meant that Kelly Bryant was not going to be your backup quarterback and come in and be there to take over for Trevor Lawrence. It was going to be Chase Bryce, redshirt freshman. So it was the first opportunity for Chase to get any substantial reps. And the biggest thing is just trying to make sure that the game was properly managed and then Chase comes down with the, the drives that he does and they end up winning the game 27-23 after Syracuse was in control of it. But it just took a while for Chase to get his sea legs. And, you know, once again, Clemson does what they're going to do. I think that obviously it brings up more questions as you're going forward about, A, the health of Trevor Lawrence, B, trying not to, to rush him back any faster than you need to, and just make sure that you can manage your way through uh, the ACC schedule. But Syracuse improved. Clemson, injuries, questions going forward. I think that everybody's going to be keeping an eye on Dabo Sweeney. And when you have a running back like Derek Etienne, then uh, I think that you can going to be relying on him upcoming the next couple of weeks. All right, some games that I'm going to touch on, and then we'll highlight on the main games here. Uh, Miami, Florida, the 16th ranked Miami, Florida, beating North Carolina 47-10. Michigan State, 21st seeded, beat Central Michigan 31-20. And Alabama, 56-14 over Lafayette. Um, Western Virginia, 12th seeded, beat Texas Tech 20-50, 42-34. Georgia, second seed, beating Tennessee 38-12. UCF, 13th seed, beat Pittsburgh 45-14, a close game in this. Uh, I'll get your thoughts on this, John. 18-seeded Texas uh, beating Kansas State 19-14, nail-biter. Yeah, and this one, you, you kind of scratch your head a little bit, and you kind of wonder which Texas team showed up. And I think it speaks more about Kansas State and Bill Snyder preparing for Texas and showing that Texas still has a lot of work to do. When it, when it comes to how Tom Herman is trying to turn that program around. Solid win, but, you know, I think that if you're Tom Herman, you're going to take more from what Kansas State did to you than what you did to get the win in that case. All right, so uh, Oklahoma doubling up on Baylor, 66-33, Auburn 24-10 over uh, Southern Mix. I got to get your uh, voice here, Michigan 14 seed beating Northwestern 20-17. to Northwestern was up 17-7. Yeah, and Evanston traditionally is a tough place to play. So I think that – and I think that you and I had this discussion that we were looking at the numbers, and they're going, eh, I don't know about that. Because when you look at Northwestern, you're sitting there going, okay, you know, this could happen. And, you know, Northwestern can come up and bite folks. That's just how it goes. And it was almost that particular case – with the Wildcats against Michigan. And, you know, it's, it's do not take Evanston and Northwestern lightly when it comes to a home game. So the fact that Michigan escaped seemed about right. 
All right, a couple other matchups before I get to, to you. Uh, Florida upsetting Mississippi State, 13-6. Virginia Tech doing a number on 22nd-ranked Duke, 31-14. And now let's get to uh, the main games that we want to talk about. Notre Dame, 8-seeded, beating Stafford, 7-seeded, 38-17. Are you surprised at the outcome and how easily Notre Dame won? Yeah, the margin is what surprised me more than anything else. And and when you had a team like Stanford coming in, you were thinking it was going to be a lot closer than that. And considering what Notre Dame wasn't able to do against Wake Forest, you're sitting there thinking, okay, and I had Stanford uh, at least covering in this one, if not winning outright. So it shows you how much I know. But I think that there should be, you know, a little concern in Stanford right now as to how things are going to go for the the stretch run for them. Notre Dame, I still have more questions than I do answers. This was a solid win for them, and you just take it and you learn going forward. But I still, uh, you know, I still have questions toward the end of the year for Notre Dame itself, and Stanford is probably going to end up with uh, trying to figure out how to go back to the drawing board with, uh, you know, a, a talent like a Brian, uh, you know, with a Brian Love there. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. All right, the best game of the day, it was uh, foreseeded. Ohio State taking on ninth seed at Penn State. Ohio State edging out Penn State 27-26. And really, this comes down to that fourth and five call that James Franklin in the post game said, yeah, this one was on me. And Trace McSorley sits there and says, well, you know, we didn't, uh, you know, we didn't execute the play, but why are you calling a draw on fourth and five? And, <laughs> I, and I think that that's been the, the main talking point to all of this is, you know, why are you doing that? I mean, in the discussions with Trace McSorley, he said that what we saw was that there was a crease there, and we thought that we could chase after it and, and get in there and get the yardage. But I, I thought that uh, that, you know, it's your A number one talking point of the whole thing, a fourth and five, and you pull that one out of your hat. And in a situation like that, I think that, you know, Trace McSorley probably increased his Heisman lookability I don't think he's he'll be in New York. I don't think he'll necessarily be the guy to win it right now. So just a, a solid win for uh, Ohio State against a, a team plus 110,000 other folks in Happy Valley. So solid win for Ohio State. Not necessarily a surprise it was as close as it was. All right, that's John Nelson of OSG Sports in Atlanta, the Hall of Famer. John will be back later on the week to uh, preview this week's matchups. But, John, tell everybody how they could get a hold of you. Easiest ways on the Twitters at OSG Nelson. You can follow along there. Also follow along at OSG Sports. Follow uh, all the op-eds that are fit to print uh, at uh, theonlinesportsguys.com. We've got a bunch of other college football content on our Spreaker page. So go to Spreaker.com and download the app there for those of you on uh, iOS and Android. And you can check out all of our content when it's fresh and new. And uh, we have some stuff that comes out early in the week, some stuff that comes out in the middle of the week. And it'll be good to catch up. And then the i the iPhone and the Android apps for OSG Sports are up just around the corner. So at OSG Nelson, at OSG Sports, at OSG Phil, at Jay Wilkerson 16, that's where you can get all the news for college football. All right. Thanks a lot, John. Anytime, my friend.